Hey guys, welcome back um, to the Slightly Chaotic IndieCast. We are your hosts, Tyler Olsey and Logan King. And today, we are diving in to everything you need to know about uh, the Enneagram Type 4, The Individualist. Um, so stick around. Uh, we have a lot of cool, interesting things um, to talk about today. Uh, so we, we hope um, you all enjoy. so excited to dive into the type four today so what are some characteristics of the type four well these guys are usually expressive and creative they're very honest and introspective might some might say dramatic and sensitive but um that kind of is what is the beauty in the type four they're the they're the helpless romantic and they're the person that are going to want to actually dive in deep to what's going on they're the person that's going to ask no 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 what's really going on with you they're great friends great people amazing artists and um just creative people in general yeah so um the type four their basic desire is to find themselves and their significance um basically to create an identity and their basic fear is that they have no identity or personal significance so the four they really try to use um, their creativity and their um, expression to um, really find their significance and their personal uniqueness um, in, in, in that they they want to you know express themselves to the world they they try to find that uniqueness in them and then kind of show that to other people. Mm. So some of their key motivations, uh, they want to express themselves and their individuality. Um, they want to create and surround themselves with beauty uh, to maintain certain moods and feelings, to withdraw, to protect their self-image, and to take care of emotional needs before attending to anything else. So um, mm. a lot of times you hear that the type 4 is a very emotional type, um, you know, but... It's not a you know a bad type of emotional that you that you hear some of the times like this person's really emotional. It, it's 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 really a beautiful and good thing um, because they understand that they're gonna meet their emotional needs um, before mm-hmm. anything else. Um, and so a lot of times well, when they meet those needs, um, it turns out to be a really healthy thing. Yeah, the way I've heard it said is like sensitivity can come off as like a bad thing sometimes in our culture there's by saying oh you're just too sensitive but it's not saying that fours are like hypersensitive we're just saying that fours are more in touch with their internal emotions than most types on the enneagram Mm -hmm. all right so let's dive into the levels of development um at their best fours are very creative um they express their personal and universal um possibly you know in a work of art um they are very inspired um and they are able to transform all these experiences into something valuable um basically self-creative they take uh, what they see in their life and they turn it into something really beautiful 
going down towards the average levels, uh, they take a very artistic and romantic orientation to life, um, which is why a lot of times uh, in the average levels is so clear um, when you see a four, you know, you really see those artistic views um, because that's basically their main focus in life is that art um, and that they pursue. Um, so they uh, heighten reality through fantasy and passionate feelings and the imagination. So a lot of times, um, you know, their creative, your creativity goes beyond um, just what they express. A lot of times it's uh, that creativity is inside of them and they kind of have these fantasies uh, and really um, cool imaginations. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious what uh, goes on inside of fours, <laughs> uh, goes on inside a fours head, you know, while they're dreaming or something. I bet they have some <laughs> pretty cool dreams. Yeah. And, you know, we've been saying like artists and art and all that stuff. And what's funny is we're not necessarily just talking about like physical art. Like that's beautiful. Like it's not just that their works are beautiful. Fours are just beautiful thinkers you know mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be just what they're making it's how they think and how they feel that's the creativity inside them not necessarily what they're putting out in the world even though they love putting stuff out into the world mm -hmm. yeah a lot of um what the fours put out um is very profound so it's mm -hmm. it's not just like there's a difference between you know being artistic and in having some real depth to the art um yeah so for instance i'm not really sure if these band members are all fours or if any of them are fours but this band called ajr they're really known for um their lyrics and how profound they are and how they just kind of like um speak to a lot of people um mm. and so i don't know i bet one of them is a four just because uh, you know whoever writes most of these lyrics just because um of how deep they are. Um, mm. And so, that yeah, that's something really uh, beautiful about the fours. So Ty was talking about how when fours create things, it's very, like, profound and deep thinking and all that stuff. But um, one thing I love about fours is, like, they bring significance to everything. Mm. <laughs> I bet if you walk into a fours house, there's little knickknacks everywhere and um, piece of art on the wall. And it's not just to fill up the space. It's because each thing to them really does have meaning. It's not just a flower. It's the yeah. first flower we picked on our date or something like that. You know, yes. like it, everything has significance to it. And I think that that's one of the the most beautiful things that a four brings to life is that they don't just see things at face value they keep it they take a deeper dive into um how honestly like honestly like how god sees things you know mm -hmm. he doesn't just like look at a person he sees their soul and that's kind of how fours see people yeah for sure anyways uh in contrast beauty unhealthy levels still beauty in unhealthy <laughs> levels um but as we go down into these um, lower levels uh fours when their dreams fail um they tend to lash out all that anger at themselves um because they look towards themselves um to be creative um you know and to be honest and so if they fail you know it's it's a lot of lashing at themselves and they don't even blame others for it um, more like the threes and the twos 
um, will probably blame other people um, when they fail, you know, um, to try to mm. keep their reputation up. But fours, they just they just really get mad at themselves. Um, and so a lot of the times this can lead um, to depression and alienation from others. Um, and so, yeah, it's it can be really dangerous, um, as can any unhealthy level in any Enneagram um, type. Um, but basically when it goes with the kind of un, like unhealthy perspective, when they don't have a really healthy perspective, uh, they can kind of lash out at themselves, um, and truly not see, you know, the beauty, um, that the fours have. Mm. All right. So moving on to the stress and growth patterns. Um, force in their direction of disintegration or stress, um, they tend to become over-involved um, and clinging like a two. Um, and so, yeah, unlike a four that is very uh, inward-looking, you know, they tend to seek the help of others um, and kind of cling to those relationships that they have um, with other people, kind of like a two. Um, and a two is very hardworking, um, to gain, you know, that love from others. And so fours, you find themselves in that same kind of position where they'll get over involved, um, just trying to gain that, you know, admiration or, uh, love that the twos desire. Um, but when moving in their direction of integration or growth, um, the fours, um, become very objective um, and principled. Um, so when they're going into their path of growth, they go they pull the traits um, from the one. So they become, you know, uh, very morally based. Uh, and so they have a really good perspective um, just on, you know, the right and the wrong. And so like healthy ones, they become objective and principled. I would like to point out that the four is the only one in the feeling triad who stays in that same triad when in disintegration. So mm -hmm. the four goes to a two. And so I think that's one of the reasons why four is the most emotionally driven number yes. on the Enneagram. That's, and yeah. yeah, so fours, okay, well, everybody in the feeling triad, they are constantly trying to find their value that is mm -hmm. outside of themselves, right? Yeah. And so whenever you're already that core, a number in you is saying you need to create something for others to or to, to find your value and then you go to an unhealthy level and you go to a disintegration path and that's still the message that you're getting um force can become kind of codependent like that too and that mm -hmm. and that that need for admiration kind of um increases a lot and so yeah. um i don't know i just thought that was kind of interesting that how it stays in that same triad and that it's one of the reasons why fours yeah. are, um, I don't know, just so like deep and emotional mm -hmm. <laughs> and all that yeah. jazz. <laughs> no, when you were saying that, that's exactly what I thought is like, that is why, um, you see, um, fours, you know, so you, you see them so emotional and so, um, introspective. And, mm. um, a lot of times I, th I think that, 
mistypes can come um, from these, you know, paths of growth and um, absolutely and stress because people because when you're in a path of stress, you pull types from you pull characteristics from a different type and people see, you know, when you type yourself, people don't think about the average day to day. You know, they think about those big events in life and Mm. those can happen um, in paths of integration and disintegration. Um, But for the type four, you know, they even through that path of disintegration, they still are, are very emotionally driven. Um, which is why I think, honestly, for me, it's easier to, to type somebody as a four, you know, like I don't like to type people. Um, but you know, in my mind, it's easier, mm-hmm. um, for me to, to think them as a four, um, just because their, their position in life, um, it's, it's more balanced, um, at least from, an outward perspective yeah for sure I think that fours and sevens are probably the most obvious types for other people to spot Mm -hmm. and I think that's based on fours and sevens having this kind of unique outlook on life I mean everybody has a unique outlook on life but um fours and sevens especially aren't afraid to kind of see the world just a little bit quirky a little bit differently or whatever and I think sometimes they can mistype a lot and I think that all comes back to um fours they're really cool because they're not really afraid of the dark side of things they're not afraid of the pain they're not afraid about the the melancholy they kind of like staying in the melancholy honestly um just because it's fun to look back on old times but it's also um they like staying in that state it's comfortable for them and I think sevens Mm -hmm. is they're rejecting all of that you know, we're constantly running away from that whole idea of staying in the melancholy. Anyway, mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, so would you like uh, to pull us into our next section of the centers? Yeah, so we are staying in the feeling triad for the four. We've been here for two weeks. Um, remember that the two and the three are also in this triad. Um, so this is the feeling triad or the heart triad. And their um, preferred center is feeling and for the fours their repressed center is doing so they're more likely their first reaction to anything is to feel it deeply and um, their last reaction is to actually like do something about it and Mm. so uh, for all of these three numbers shame is the driving factor in these guys lives Um, and specifically for the four so this doesn't really have anything to do with the triads, but um, every number has a, a, a deadly sin, some people call it. I don't really see it that way, but it's just kind of like um, the specific thing that drives you or whatever. And for the four, that's envy. So when, once we get into like the, the wings and the subtypes or whatever, it really gets interesting because it's all about how this four being in the feeling triad is responding to the envy they're feeling. And how that drives them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just going back to that envy thing, um, you know, that envy is just really from um, the fours wanting to be unique um, in mm-hmm. their crea- in their creativity, and when they see somebody else um, that's either more unique or has those, you know, same those same uh, perks, I guess you could say is the term, um, 
that they have, you know, they really envy that um, because either they do a better job um, at showing that or, you know, they just have like more um, uniqueness. And so that's where the fours kind of pull that envy from is just seeing others and wishing um, that they could be more unique like them. Mm. Yeah, the four the fours play a mean uh, comparison game. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not talked about enough because the fours they're the individualist. They're the person that's going to want to stand out from the crowd. They want to have all eyes on them, not necessarily in a everybody look at me type of way, and just a um, I want you to recognize that I'm I'm different. Mm-hmm. I'm not like the other girls. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so fours definitely compare themselves a lot in the way of either saying, wow, um, they're more unique than I am. I need to be that unique or saying, wow, we're kind of alike in this way. Um, how can I kind of up my game? How can I be the more unique one? You know? Yeah. And I feel like that is um, a very similar trait between the two three and four is just kind of that comparison oh yeah Um, because twos want to be the person that's gonna love uh people the most the threes are gonna be are gonna want to be the person that succeeds um the most they want to succeed better than anybody else and then the four um wants to be the person that is the most unique um Mm -hmm. so that's a really good thing um, to write down real quick if y'all are taking notes. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was pretty interesting. All right, let's jump into the wings. Just a reminder what the wings are. They are the uh, number adjacent to your dominant type. So if you are a four, you can either wing three or five. So each of these wings are basically a subset of your um, core type. So it's not necessarily like, going to change your core beliefs it's just adding on to um further explain your personality because everybody's different and it's really sick so let's jump into the four wing three which is called the aristocrat these guys are usually a little bit more um emotional because the three is also in the feeling triad and then the four wing five five being in the thinking triad um the four wing three has a little more emotional fluctuations they're more likely to Mm. um be a little bit more i don't know like not obnoxious but like (laughs) kind of like a bigger personality if you know what I'm trying to say um and when unhealthy they can be hyper aware of what others think of them so the three is a very image concerned type as is so when paired with the four um an unhealthy state can lead to hyper awareness of um other people's eyes on them you know mm-hmm. so when they're unhealthy they're going to be hyper concerned of what other people think of them um and their outward appearance more than their inward appearance so fours in general are always going to want to create stuff and so four wing threes are going to actually want to create with an audience in mind mm. rather than the four wing fives the four wing fives are going to create more just for themselves yeah so examples of the four wing threes are um john mayer maybe or Billie Eilish, they're both very focused on um, um, being successful in a way that is different than other people, and they've both really been a trailblazer for um, their music careers and just yes. doing things on their own. And what? Yes, no, no, oh, exactly. Okay. No, I, <laughs> I thought you just I said was what? talking. I was talking um, <laughs> with 
my friend the other day, and we were talking about how Billie Eilish doesn't use autotune. And I thought that was yes. really interesting. Um, and so, yeah, her and her brother, uh, Phineas, Phineas, they they don't use any autotune um, because, uh, well, one, um, they want to be true to themselves like a four and they want to be unique and um mm. and, and in that uniqueness you know they want to be different from other people so there's two parts of it they want to be true to themselves and they also want yeah. um, to be different than basically every other musician that uses autotune um yeah so billy eilish what a beautiful example um of a four wing three so let's move on to the four wing five these are guys these guys are called the bohemian they are, like I said, more likely to create just for themselves. And they're not going to create with the idea of a specific audience in mind, but more of this is my inspiration. And this is something that I'm very passionate about. So I'm going to make it for myself. And if I'm happy with it, then that's all that matters. Um, they're usually a little bit more introverted. And these guys might even be more creative than the four wing threes. Four wing threes don't get pressed right now. It's okay. The four wing fives. <laughs> um, are just they're combining the individualist and the artistic and the creative type with this um hyper intellectual and deep thinker and um that combination together is going to create some amazing stuff Mm -hmm. and these guys these guys are probably going to be i mean of course it just depends on the person but like they might be more of the um, creative thinkers they might be the inventors and the um I don't know the idea man's for the group because they're gonna be yeah. so like more like mentally focused rather than like go 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 go. Anyway, so these guys are probably gonna be less in the spotlight, um, but and they might even be a little bit more private um, than other type or than the four wing three because they're not necessarily saying look at me, um, I want to achieve and all this stuff. They're gonna say okay, I'm good, I'm good. I'm creating for myself and I like who I am and I'm okay with not being in the spotlight. Like, but all fours here, this, here's the thing. All fours want to be seen. Like I said, like all fours mm-hmm. want to be seen as special. So four wing fives still want to be seen as special. Um, but they don't need all the attention. They don't need the excess attention. They just need um, to know that they're special from their core people. Yeah. And one thing I would like say to kind of, show what a four wing five is i'm just gonna use music for an example because uh, yes. i'm really into music um but no so a a four wing five would be more of that person that um you know the five is the investigator so they would be more the the type of person that would truly look for styles of music that aren't um you know typically popular right now um, or just little sounds here and there um, that aren't that are more unique. Um, and so they would use this five investigator type thing to truly search for the most unique thing that they could find. you know um, mm-hmm. they want something, whatever they find it to be really interesting. Um, and so they're gonna take that and then they're gonna use that um, in their music. Um, to be creative and so you know it's cool it, it, I, I i think that that is more like what a four wing five would be um in the uh you know music industry super cool 
I mean, this is just as a deep thought as what you just said, but um, I also think April Ludgate from Parks and Rec is a great example of a four-wing five. Mm. <laughs> um, I hate to say it. No, I don't hate to say it. Four-wing fives are probably going to agree with me on this. Um, they're probably the uh, they're probably the edgiest on the Enneagram. <laughs> That's true. It's in a great way. Edgy is not a bad thing, okay? For sure. Um, but they're they're probably the most likely. They're the probably the more like dark side of the fours. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. this in a um like death and blah. No, 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 it's not like that at all. No. It's just that they're such deep thinkers that they're not afraid to go to that dark side, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, we've had um our fun talk about uh the wings. Would you like to get to your favorite part? And the subtypes. (laughs) Yes, I'd love to get into the subtypes. So a little background, of course, every time um, subtypes, again, are just an addition to your core type. You know, it's just um, another way of identifying yourself. And what's really interesting about the fours in particular are about how diverse these three different subtypes are. Seriously, I don't think I would recognize like like none of them sound the same, which is so interesting to me. So there are three different subtypes, self-preservation, the social, and the intimate. So let's jump into this uh, self-preservation type. This is called the romantic type, and they are the counter type to the um, four, which is interesting. So every number on the Enneagram has a counter type. They're not all the same type. Anyway, so that just basically means that they don't show normal characteristics of that number or they're most likely to not look like their number. So for this one, I'm going to take a little backstory for this one. So this subtype as a child was told that their emotions were too much for this world. You know, fours are very emotional people in the way that they like to express their emotions and they um, they love outwardly expressing that. And so uh, as a child, this doesn't mean that it happened necessarily to you, but it's kind of the, the, um, the message that they got from an early age is that whenever they share their emotions, they're not necessarily going to get what they want in return, which is um, attention and love and stuff like that. So they're told to repress their emotions and not talk about their emotions and kind of stuff them down deep because it's not what other people want to see. And so that is very unlike the normal type of a four. Um, Yeah. So fours, it doesn't matter your subtype. They always feel like there's something missing. So fours have this kind of unrealistic expectation of themselves or idea of themselves because they're always creating, they're always trying to be better and trying to um, up their game and stuff like that. And they kind of have this idealized version of themselves that honestly, they never get to. And that's kind of where that brokenness comes in. And they see that brokenness and each four you'll see internalizes it differently. So this four sees that brokenness and is going to say, all right, I'm just going to stuff it down. I'm dealing with it, and it's painful because fours feel so deeply. They feel this pain more than any other type on the Enneagram. They feel this internal struggle. They're going to say, all right, but the world has told me it's bad, so I'm going to shove it down deep, not going to worry about it for now, and they're going to endure that pain, and what's really cool about these types is they're not necessarily afraid of pain. No, when whenever you meet this type of four, they're always going to point the conversation onto you they're gonna they're gonna be the friend that's gonna ask hey how are you really doing and let's talk through it and they actually like um you to tell them about their pain they're very trustworthy and they're gonna be they're gonna they know how to 
deal with pain. They've been dealing with this for their entire life. They have so much um, pent up pain inside of them that they know how to deal with. And so they're very good at helping people through their pain. Um, but that can be a self-defense. You know, they're, they're kind of avoiding pain with other people's pain, which doesn't sound very, uh, it sounds kind of counterintuitive, but if it works, it works. <laughs> anyway, so they're going to really, they're going to, they're the people that are going to want to go on the mission trips and in different, um, in a different country in order to um, see other people's pain and help them through it, but kind of push their own, what they're dealing with down. Anyway, so these guys, because they want to not show that kind of darker side to them they're gonna want to create a persona of happiness and they're gonna lead with happiness whenever you meet them they're probably gonna be a very warm and comforting type and so um anyway so they're they're the least outwardly emotional because of this so because these guys are so good at internalizing um bad stuff that happened or has happened to them um they're they're kind of funny in a situation when things aren't going right they're going to seem a little more like uh, they're going to stay calm and they're not going to really mm-hmm. blink an eye. They might even seem a little stoic at times because, I mean, they've already they're already dealing with this constant war inside of them. A little chaos outside of them isn't going to really bother them, which I thought was really interesting. Um, a great example of this type is Elsa from Frozen. Conceal, don't feel, don't let them what show, no, whatever. Yeah, no. Basically, the the definition of a four wing or four subtype uh, self-preservation because she is obviously um she has a lot of pent-up frustration in her and she is a very emotional gal anyway but she really does try to keep it all together and not let other people um see what's really going on inside of her anyway i thought that was an amazing uh, or pretty like identical um image of a self-pres yeah, for sure. So let's move on to the social. They are the most obvious four. They're probably least likely to mistype. Um, they could be called the sad four, if that makes sense. Anyway, so these social threes process envy very inwardly. So they're the type that's going to recognize their brokenness and recognize that they're always striving for an image that they can't complete. And so they're really going to internalize that. And that's going to be their driving factor in a lot of their life. And they're going to say, <laughs> I don't fit in because there's something wrong with me. They're going to believe that they are broken. And that's honestly kind of what they portray to the world. They kind of want other people to see them as broken. Um, And this is, (laughs) this is really interesting. So these guys and their relationships, they kind of like to like to test their relationships a lot. So they're the most likely going to be the person to outwardly express their brokenness in order to attract people in. They want to see who's going to stick with them. Who's going to be the person to notice that I'm sad today? Who's the person that's going to try to cheer me up? And through that um, experiment of, I hate saying experiment, but like through that, yeah, through that like process of trying to figure out who will stick with them and who won't, they're, they're going to find their people. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, they really do desire like an, unrelenting love like fours they really just want to find somebody that's going to appreciate them for their individuality and their create uh, creativity and so mm. 
they they're gonna want to they're that's kind of why I love to call them the helpless romantics this is the perfect definition of the helpless romantic because these guys are going to constantly be searching for that person that's going to pick them up when they're in that bad mood or not necessarily pick them up because they don't always want that they they want to find the person that's going to notice when they're down and Mm -hmm. be able to sit with them in that um period of sadness or whatever they're going through um and I think that's one of the reasons why fours can be seen as um I don't know like the lovey-dovey type or whatever and so I I thought that was really funny um you know how we were talking about how all fours are they're a more sensitive type Mm -hmm. these in an unhealthy state are most likely to be an overly sensitive type so um uh, an unhealthy they may be just an emotional wreck (laughs) but that's okay every other type on the enneagram of course we have insecurities and things that we don't like about ourselves but like we don't constantly beat ourselves up or like we don't constantly like when we see other people we're not thinking um wow there's nothing good about you of course like no like obviously that's a lie but the four is gonna say there's nothing good about like in an unhealthy state this four is gonna say there's nothing good about me and so I was when I was doing some research um I said this a few podcasts ago but I love getting my stuff from Dr. Tom LaHue on mm-hmm. YouTube and he said he said um us looking at a social four are gonna say what is wrong with you that you think there's something wrong with you (laughs) like what is that thing that keeps telling you that or feeding you that lie that there's something wrong with you that there's something broken with you you don't need to put anything out in the world for you to have intrinsic value you know Mm -hmm. and the fours just don't these fours in unhealthy state don't believe that at all um Anyway, so these fours are probably the more obvious fours, and they are the type that wants you to come to them rather than coming to you. They're going to be the person that's going to be um, more downcast when they're sad in order for you to ask them what's wrong. They're not going to really want to ask uh, you for help or anything because fours don't really want to be a burden, but they would like um, their sadness to affect you in some way in order to tell how close your relationship is. Hmm. All right, moving on to the last subtype. This is the intimate fours. These guys baffle me. <laughs> so they, um, they're more likely to project their suffering. So um, the self-preservation is going to kind of shut their suffering down and try to push it down as far as you can. The social uh, is going to express their suffering, but they're not going to necessarily like throw it in your face. The intimate is going to project their suffering onto other people and say they believe that other people are the reason for their suffering. And they'll, they'll tell you that these are probably these are guys are kind of they're kind of angry. Right? Um, and they're very competitive um, because these guys more than the other two subtypes, they feel inadequate. They they really do feel that um they have something missing and of course every four feels that but these guys are more outwardly expressive of their internalization of inadequateness is that a word I don't know um but in order to combat that they they kind of overcompensate yeah so they're gonna see they're gonna see their dream job let's say okay let's say there's a guy in an office and there's a, another guy that has that guy's dream job wow 
great analogy, Logan. So <laughs> this guy is going to say, okay, that guy's not better than me. I can get that job. So they're going to um, kind of start a competition with this guy and they're going to, they're going to want to take over that guy's job. And it's, it's really only to kind of fill that desire in them to feel less inadequate. And these guys really just want to play on a, um, a level playing field. You know, they, they want, mm-hmm. they don't really want this um, hierarchy or anything like that. They want everybody to kind of be at the same level because they don't want to feel less than other people. That's mm-hmm. like their, their worst fear is that they're going to be um, like not important and not like influential. And um, they are, <laughs> not this is funny. They're shamefully unashamed. So they're the people that in a team, the team says, all right, this is what we're going to do. And they're going to say, yeah, uh, I'm not really going to do that, but look at me, look at this. I'm going to go this way and look how great I am. And yeah, like, they're going to be like, I am an individual in the way that I am going to do something different. Um, and I'm just going to reject that other thing that you just said. Um, and it's because they're shamefully unashamed, you know, in the feeling triad, that core feeling is shame. And because they feel this inadequateness inside themselves and the shame inside themselves, they're going to say, all right, I'm going to reject that and kind of do the opposite and kind of be my own free person and um, do whatever I want. And in a way that seems kind of rebellious, but in another way, it just kind of seems like an eight. And in that way, I think they can really mistype because of this type four's aggressiveness. They're definitely the most confrontational, but they kind of have this base idea that if they lose, they don't have worth, you know? So Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times fours, because they have that repressed doing, they kind of feel like it's easier to just sit in their sadness and sit in their melancholy rather than to work really hard on something and still fail. These guys, I feel like are going to kind of reject that and say, I'm going to work really hard um, because I want to get where I want to go and I want to be the most um, unique and I want to do everything I can. But at the same time, they're going to be the most crushed when they fall or whenever they don't get the job or when they don't win, they're going to say, all right, well, yes, I don't have worth. And now it goes back to that cycle of saying my suffering is because of other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I could add to the intimate type is in this, at the intimate type with the four, um, so y'all know how the, the four is kind of the romantic type. Um, well, the, a type, a self-pres or social, um, subtype for a four, their romantics, the romantic creativities, you know, it's going to come out a little bit different. It's just going to be more of the subtle things. So, um, I don't know. It could just be like a simple flower or something Mm -hmm. or, or a, a little phrase that's quite romantic or something. Um, but the intimate type is going to go a little bit more above and beyond, um, for Mm. that romanticism. So, um, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure I have that many examples, but you know, more, uh, like large scale, um, romantic things like a, you know, a picnic out on the golf course or something like that late (laughs) night or or something like that. Um, You do a lot of those types? Picnics out on golf courts. <laughs> I wish. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, they're 
they are really striving for kind of um, this intense uh, relationship. And so they feel that in order to get, you know, this intense relationship going, they have to uh, kickstart it and keep it alive Mm, with these huge grand ideas um, and romantic uh, gestures, you know, for... Um, for their significant other or even somebody, you know, they're trying to impress. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I feel like I kind of I kind of beat up on the fours going into these subtypes. But, I mean, that's kind of what the Enneagram is about when you get into it. It's not really True. about um, <laughs> your great sides. It's kind of what you're lacking in. So, um, I'm sorry, fours. Thanks for sticking with us. We love you, fours. I have so many four friends. Um, oh my gosh! I feel like I say that about all the types. Every type. <laughs> but hey, I'm a social too. Uh, what can I say? I got a lot of friends. Um, what can I say? But really, I do have a lot of wonderful, wonderful um, fours, and it's it's really cool to see um, one just how much their four shows. Um, yes. And it's just it's just cool to see how creative they are. But I think my my friends are they have, you know, more of that artistic side. So I think it's really cool to see, you know, what they do cuz I can see it uh, very visually. Um mm-hmm. but the, yeah, those I love the four so much. They they're always a good, you know, every type is good to have in a group but i think these guys pull the you know very unique parts of the group like this is kind of this is kind of a generic thing you know but like i always use the the like um, kind of example of a group project if you're looking for somebody that you you want your project to stand out you know fours are going to be the ones that are going to really help um give it this unique factor to it um so yeah for sure um I think it's really funny so I have some good close four friends and it's so funny that one of them is an artist and she's incredible oh my gosh I'm really hoping to be able to post some of my our good four friends um art and stuff like that on our Instagram this we can kind of showcase some of our amazing fours I think that'd be a really cool idea um but one of my friends is a great artist my other four friend is an amazing photographer um another good four friend is a great musician so I think it's really funny how obvious um especially as a teenager like expressing that creativity is so important as a four um just as a growing person Mm -hmm. Well, hey, guys, that's all the time we have for today. Um, fours or not even fours, anybody, we hope that y'all have learned a lot um, from this episode. I know that as Logan and I continue to do research and just talk um, about these different types, we are, too, learning so much about all the beautiful Enneagram types. Um, please, if you haven't already, make sure to go um, follow our Instagram page. Um so you can give us any questions you have on any of the types or feedback um, on our podcast. Uh, we would love that. Um, also, uh, make sure to rate your our podcast. Um, even if it's not a five-star, we would just love to have as much ratings as possible um, just so we can get our name out there. And uh, speaking of getting our name out there, please, please, please share this 
with all of your friends. Um, we really do hope that y'all enjoy these, and we would just love um, to spread the knowledge of the Enneagram um, just throughout um, this world. And um, yeah, we just really think that it's a really helpful tool. Um, and so we hope that y'all have a wonderful week, and um, we love you guys. See ya.